this is Eric Ward, uh, lead singer of what was known as Sloppy Seconds. And you're listening to Bradley's House. Hey guys, welcome back. Come on in and make yourself at home as you should when you're a guest in Bradley's house. I'm your co-host, Jared Orr. She is the executive director of the Knoll Family Foundation and our host, Ms. Kelly Knoll. Kelly, how you doing tonight? I'm doing really well, Jared. And I feel like every time you ask me that, I say I'm fabulous and fantastic. I have to keep coming up with new adjectives, but I'll be honest, like sometimes I really am doing fabulous, other times I'm not, but I'm not going to tell you I'm not. Like, right. <laughs> for this purpose, no, yeah. just assume I'm always fabulous. But yeah, I feel like it gets a little robotic after a while. I'm always like, I'm great, Jared, how are you? So I'm going to have to come up with something to throw you off next time. Although now I've told you I probably won't throw you off. <laughs> well, yeah, you're not, because I just thought to myself that I am never... I'm just going to open up with a, a question. And our host, Ms. Kelly Noel. Kelly, what's your favorite food? <laughs> See, that's even worse. So, yeah. So, I hate well, favorites, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> all right. Then, Kelly, what's your least favorite food? Yeah, uh, with can, the favorites. Lots of, ways, lots of ways we can do this. There's more than one way. Too to extreme. Kelly. You're too extreme. Anyway, I'm doing fabulous today, Jared. How are you? Super good, uh, as always. You, you know, Kelly, anytime that we're recording a new episode of Bradley's House Podcast, I get super excited uh, wow. because every episode is so unique. Um, I, you know, I, I really, I don't think I've said it in a while, but I, I'm just super, uh, super lucky to be able to be a part of this and hear all these amazing stories and then get all of the messages from people that are like, oh my God, the podcast was great, or it helps me get through my day or whatever it might be. So I'm always pumped when we get a chance to do this, but I get even more excited for some guests than others. Um, and especially when we have an opportunity to have a musician on that is in rotation in my Spotify playlist. I'm always excited. So Kelly, I'm ready to get this thing rolling. Why don't you tell everybody who this week's house guest is? Well, I have to agree with you. I get excited about our guests also. Although I will say that you get excited for the episodes. I get nervous. I get super stressed out. This is why you're so much better at this than I am. But I have been looking forward to talking with our guests today, especially because we tried a couple other times to reschedule or to, to get together and we kept having to reschedule. So it's almost made it even better. I, there's so much anticipation. I hope we're not putting too much pressure on her, but we are super fortunate to have with us today from Article Sound System, Logan Rex. Logan, thank you for being with us. Hey guys, um, thank you very much for having me. I've been looking forward to this, and I think you're right. All the anticipation <laughs> is making it even better. So absolutely, it's going to be phenomenal. Now you've been on the road. We were just talking right before we started about the some of the crazy drives you've had. Um, that that lifestyle is definitely not as glamorous as everybody thinks it is. I mean, the thought of 
you know, I have a regular job. So I go to work in the morning and I'm there till five and then I come home and I do the work. So to think of someone living a life of a musician, it seems very fabulous. Like you just go and play music and party and have fun. But there's, there's not, there's a side of it that's not as fun, correct? Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I mean, I, I tell, I was just telling somebody this weekend, I was like, if I were any less enthusiastic about what the end goal is and like performing and making music, then I would never be able to do this. Right. Uh, you know, it's just like, so, and I think I'm also saying that we, you know, I guess we're coming into August and um, we've been on the road. I don't know. I think we've only been home like a month and a half total the whole year. Wow. So I, th- I think you're catching me at like my most tired. I do. I really love touring, but um, it is, it's a lot of rest stop bathrooms mm. and you know, it's a lot of like small town America, which is pretty cool. We, I do like that. We get to see so many places that you would never go like on purpose, maybe just like mm-hmm. we're en route to new places. Um, you definitely get like familiar with the country in a, in a way that a lot of people don't get to, but man, I mean, there's just not a lot of sleep. There's definitely a lack of privacy and, uh, and you know, it's just not always as glamorous as you might hope. Boy, that's for sure. You know, we, one of my favorite artists and we've had him on the show. I'm so happy to say is Frank Turner. And he has a great line. I want bands who had to work for their keep, drove a thousand miles and played a show on no sleep, sleeping on the floor at a stranger's place, hungry just to do it all again the next day. And I, that just came to my mind as you were talking about that, like you guys are paying your dues and that's such a a trite saying, but it's true. I mean, you really are, like you said, you've got this goal in mind that, that you know is going to happen and that you have faith in, and that's got to be what keeps you going. I mean, I would imagine it's great you know, meeting the fans and getting that feedback and stuff, but that's such a small part of the touring. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's like the, that's like the juice, you know, that's like the thing that makes mm. you want to go out and do it. But then I really think, you know, first of all, there, there's no other way around it. I mean, I guess like there's a lot of people who are like blowing up on TikTok and have like different paths to success. But I think that the way that we're doing it right now, hopefully we're, we're garnering like the respect of our, the other bands in the scene who have come up the same way, they're like, all right, like Mm -hmm. these guys are down to put in the work. And I think people see that we're hustling. And then, uh, and then also just really bonds you to your bandmates. I mean, to to be on the same page as in my case, like four other people who are all down to be like, all right, let's all be broke. And (laughs) like, and not have like the comforts that a lot of people our age, are uh, allowing sure. themselves because we're chasing this thing. That's like, it's a really special thing. It's, it always yeah. feels, there's so many moments on the road where I feel like we're in like this coming of age movie, you know, where we're like looking at each other and we're like, this is crazy, but we're doing it. So <laughs> you're I, living a John Hughes film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A good coming of age movie was John a Hughes. Little, exactly. A little bit more vulgar, maybe yeah. and, like, <laughs> gross, but like, yes. <laughs> I love that. And, and I definitely big respect for you guys and, oh, and for you. everybody, every musician that does that. But I think you're right. People who have done it really have respect for the ones that are doing the same thing. Cause they know what, what you're going through. So I think that's phenomenal. How long have you been at it? How long have you been with article sound system? I've been with article now. I think I'm coming up actually, like, I think this month will be my five year anniversary. So really like in the, compared to a lot of bands, we haven't, I haven't been doing this with the guys as long um as certainly most people out there but um i've been in the band five years the boys played together for a long while before i joined the picture so 
they have been really tight for a while now and um and it seemed like I was a good fit so it's been has a really been special hard? thing to be a part of has it been hard coming in to a band that was already established and people that have a history um you know there like every now and then a little snag will come not I don't even want to say like a snag but every now and then like something will present itself where like sure. I feel I feel like odd man out but I mean it's so I would say like 98% of the time, the boys did such a great job at like always making me feel super welcome, super oh. appreciated. And especially as like the only woman in the group, they've made me feel yeah. really com- comfortable and protected. So I like feel really corny talking about the boys sometimes, but I just love them <laughs> so much. And they've been really, really wonderful to me. And uh, I think it's been mutually beneficial for, for everyone involved. So they've they've never made me feel like you know, odd man. The out. new guy. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's, They've done well, a good job at eliminating that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're a, you're a pretty nice addition to the group. Let's, <laughs> let's be serious here. Now I'm, I'm just throwing that out there. Like, Thanks, you know, article, article five years ago was like a cheeseburger and Logan, I love cheeseburgers. <laughs> Kelly will tell you. So I had yeah, one for dinner. Something's like a yeah. cheeseburger. That's great. But Article with you is like a bacon double cheeseburger. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, so, all right. I love being a bacon are amazing. patty. Yeah, yeah cheeseburgers are amazing. Give, by the way. But I'll take that bacon double cheeseburger if it's an option. <laughs> so I hope they're doing their best to, to make you make you feel welcomed. Oh, they they really have. They really have, and I, I really appreciate that compliment. I had a cheeseburger for dinner, and I I wished I had bacon on it. So I really appreciate that. Oh, well, Logan, you are our bacon cheeseburger. Oh man. <laughs> That's that's high praise, guys. I really feel like that's a sentence I've never spoken before, but <laughs> I feel really good about it. And now, are you originally from Florida? I am. I'm originally from Florida. Um, I grew up in, in Delray Beach, which is, I live like the town over now, but I've grown up here in Delray. I've, I've moved around the country a bit, but it's just, it's a, it's a special place here. I mean, I'm right by the beach and I have so many good family and friends around here that it, it always ends up sucking me right back in. Mm-hmm. I'll bet. Yeah. Delray Beach, that sounds familiar. Are there a lot of recovery places in that area? I seem to recall I, hearing about that. Yeah, I was going to say, I think we are the, oh. the, we're the number one recovery, like, like per capita in the country. Wow. Yeah. Ooh, Orange County's not going to like hearing that. Right <laughs> no. <now. laughs> we do have a lot here. And there are some people that would say this is number one. But when I think of areas that are, are really, oversaturated with recovery places. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean like yeah. there's a lot of them. I definitely think of Florida because I hear that so much. You know, I think but it's the I, places where like there's, there's who doesn't want to like heal in sun, sunshine, exactly. you know? Exactly. That's yeah. true. That's true. It's not a bad place to be. And then how did you get into music? I got into music, you know, um, I, uh, my dad was just always playing a ton of music at the house and my mom sang, my dad played some guitar growing up. Um, I was in like our church choir. And um, when I was in like high school, I, I made a band with my friends called Eternal Boner. <laughs> and <laughs> That's a great and, name. Oh my I didn't Eternal really Boner? Yes. That's a great, uh, you know what? Roll credit. Call it, this is over. We, it's, yeah. it, you can't have that. Can't this, they called it Viagra for short. Guys, yeah, thanks yeah, for yeah. tuning in. That was Logan. And... <laughs> That, that that might be the greatest thing I've heard. And it's funny because I always ask people about their old band names and nobody ever wants to give it up. They're always like, oh, yeah, I don't remember what we were. You remember <laughs> liars. what you were called. Yeah. 
So well, yeah, that's the top of the list. You just made the top of the list in a two-year podcast. Congrats. Thank you very much. I mean, I'm really ripping down some accolades here, guys. <laughs> like the the cheeseburger and like top band name. Like, yeah, come on, you're yeah, winning. You are winning tonight. <laughs> um. So yeah, I, I joined this band with some of my guy friends, and um, then we kind of restarted it again. I guess like six or seven years ago, we started playing under the same band name. Just like doing doing bar gigs for like free t- bar tabs, you know. And um, then I met uh, Fabian, was one of my neighbors, and he had been like DMing me and being like, "You should come play with me and the guys." Like we we have this idea for like a cover of this song "Crave You" that we want to do like a reggae version of. And I just ignored him and dodged him every chance I got. I was just like way too nervous. I felt like Article was like a real band, and I was in this band called Eternal Boner, <laughs> and uh and then finally he he wore me down and it was like a really big day when i went over there i was like okay i'm really proud of myself for like stepping out of my comfort zone and i'm so glad i did because i made just like such good friends and obviously this is like my whole life now is is like chasing the dream with articles so uh, so are we talking crazy gnarls barkley or crazy patsy klein oh no uh it's actually called crave you and it's oh uh, i thought you said crazy i was all excited thinking it was the patsy klein version uh, Patsy Klein is like one of my all-time faves. Like she's, she's like one amazing. of my amazing major inspirations. So I love uh, that you said that. Yeah, yeah, I love. It. I um, used to sing that song to my kids really loud when I when they were little, and they would always know it was coming because you know I just belt out crazy. I, I don't know. I I just I grew up <laughs> listening to Patsy Klein because my dad had an eight-track tape of Loretta Lynn. Oh, and God. it was it was called I Remember Patsy by Loretta Lynn. And I just remember I was little and I was so confused by all the names. I'm like, Patsy, Loretta, Lynn, like how many women are they referring yeah. to? I don't know. I didn't understand. But um, years ago, somebody said something to me about how there was a, and, and I, I've seen it, but I don't remember where there's like a clip of Brad playing on a boat in the Harbor in Long Beach. And he was just playing all kinds of stuff. And he did a little bit of crazy. And someone was like, that's so weird. Why would he do that song? And I'm like, I know why we listen to it all the time growing up. Like that, I would be so interested to see that clip. That would be awesome to, to I'll see if I can find that. For yeah, you. we and have to sure. that down. Yeah, <laughs> it was good. It just was such a sentimental thing for me. Like I loved it, but I love that you like Patsy. That makes me very happy. Yeah. So did you? Did you want always want to do this as a career, or did you have other aspirations originally? Um, I just think I thought like I looking back now, I spent so much time like dancing in front of the mirror and <laughs> you know, like dancing my own reflection and like with my karaoke mis- machine thinking I was uh-huh. gonna be Patsy Klein one day. Um <laughs> I I really wanted to be a country singer when I was little. Um uh-huh. and then I think somewhere along the lines I was I I kinda like I don't know, it's just like, oh well, I guess I'm gonna just be like a housewife. I was with this guy for a long time. And it wasn't like the best dynamic, the relationship. Mm. Um, but I was like, kind of like a stay at home girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, you know, and I kind of like was playing like sidekick to him um, for nearly a decade. And like, we had a lot of cool adventures together, but I think that that's kind of where I saw things going. I was like, all right, like, I guess I'm just gonna like have kids and do this and set aside like my like artistic dreams and, um, when I joined article, I didn't really see 
I didn't know that it had any potential past like just playing around town. And mm. it, it, like, I feel like it colored my world in such a beautiful way that it inspired me to like get out of this situation that wasn't like, um, that wasn't super healthy. Just was, yeah, it just wasn't super mm. healthy. So yeah. it helped me leave that. And, um, and then I feel like the second I joined the band and it was like, we all looked at each other one day and we were like, we're going to do this. Like, let's like, let's just full send. We're going to just try and make it happen. Not to say that, you know, who knows what will happen for us, but it is really nice that we're all on the same page and we're like, you know what? Like we believe in ourselves and we're never going to turn around and say we didn't try. So that's awesome. I'm having a hard time with math here, guys, because Logan can't be a day (laughs) over 20 and a half. I was going to say that. I was getting to that. I'm like, if you're 20 and a half, that's crazy. I don't know know what's going on. I've had a ton of work done. I'm actually 58. So, no, no, I'm 32 years old. I love that. (laughs) I tell people all the time, people are like, how old are you? I'm like, I'm 62. I'm like, I've got a son in Congress. (laughs) <laughs> representative of New Hampshire. Um, what, what are you talking about? Oh my gosh. And that's a, that's also, a good stick. He also says that his, what was it, your uncle played saaxophone with, with Rick. Um, Rick James. Rick yeah. James. Thank you. Uncle I don't Tim. know why I blanked on that. <laughs> are Tim. you just He's, a huge liar? Are these pretty just much. lies that you tell? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, let's, let's, let's back, let's unwrap this now, Logan, because <laughs> what you just said is, is this a huge lie that you tell? No. A huge lie would be my dad was the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. That's that a, huge a huge lie. People That's can huge look lie. that up. People can look <laughs> that up quick and be like, dude, you're full of shit. But if I say something simple like, oh, yeah, my uncle, he played the sax and Rick James, super freak. And I live in Buffalo. Rick James is from Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Super freak, the sax. Nobody knows, right? So it's like, oh, that, that was Jared's <laughs> Uncle Tim. Very few people are going to fact check that. Yeah, very few people would, fact check that. Who I would, would lie take... about their uncle playing the sax and super freak? I would. But <laughs> who's going to look it up? Nobody. I'm so loving you lie. more by the minute. I love this. I love this. I endorse this kind of lie for the record. <laughs> it's yeah, very entertaining, if nothing else. <laughs> yeah. You never, listen, you never, ever are to let the truth get in the way of a good story. I'm with it. I'm with you. You know, the, the d- music video for Dirty by Christina Aguilera, it's like mm. all these sweaty people like dancing yep. around. So Chris Cope, our keyboard player, I guess, and who knows if even this is true, his sister did the makeup or like the hair and makeup on that music video set. Yeah, that sounds like a lie. There's yeah, a, she well, did. She, I no, think, I believe I think she that did that's it. true, but what is definitely not true, and I want everyone to know this in case Chris <laughs> Cope tries to pull the wool over their eyes, is Cope will tell everyone that he is one of the dancers in the background, and there is a guy that looks so much like him, oh and he's gosh. so sweaty and like dancing so vigorously that you can't really catch his face, and you're like, oh, that 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 Perfect. that could be Cope, yeah, yeah that could be him. <laughs> But when you start like doing that, the math, you can kind of check it, but you can't be sure. Exactly. Like he'll pull it up on his phone and be like, <laughs> check it out. That's me. And then when you start doing the math, you're like, wait, no, you were like seven when this came out. There's no way that they would let you dance like with that much gyration, you know, on a, 
Exactly. Yeah, National yeah. television, under, yes. <laughs> under 18, you're only allowed a certain amount of pelvic action. Yeah, it's like 11%. And he's all the way. That guy in that music video is up at like 88% gyration. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Well, no way. So I've got, no a, way. I've got an uncle who, uh, who's from Philadelphia, and he worked as a, uh, as a welder. And they were working on a job right on the side of uh, 95, which is the main highway cut through Philadelphia. And he tells this story about how he was working and he was right along 95 and there was a huge traffic jam and there was this limousine there. And this, this blonde woman was staring at him the whole time. And as he, you know, got closer to the highway, he realized that it was Madonna who was going to her show. He says, and then like, you know, a month later, the song Beautiful Stranger comes out. And I know that no. she wrote that song about me no standing way. on the side of the, no. on the, side of the highway. I yeah. call bullshit. You're this, fucking this, right. There's no way. But what an amazing story, right? This, so, the lying runs in your family, man. Yeah. This is crazy. Yeah, this well, is crazy. Again, again, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if we're necessarily known for truthful stories, but fuck, we're, we're entertainers. Yeah, I mean, I'll still hang out with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, before I forget, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you, Jared. I thought you were done with no, that. No, please go ahead. I've forgotten what I wanted to say three times and then remembered. And so I really want to say it before I forget again. But um, I was trying to remember the first time I heard you guys, Logan, because I remember when I heard you, I was like, who the fuck is that? And I went over and I think it was at Arizona Roots. Did you guys play Arizona Roots? We did. Yeah. In 2020. Yes. Like right before the shutdown, right? February Right before the shutdown. Yeah, okay. I think that was like one of the last shows we played, yeah. It must have been on Sunday because that was when they had like the rains that were like the worst rains in 100 years or something. Yeah. And, and so we, we tried to come on Saturday, but our booth was all rained out. And my dad was with us and my stepmom. And I'm like, I don't want you guys coming out in the mud. So we didn't even set up our booth that day, but on Sunday we did. And I remember we were a little bit away from the stage and I heard this music and I'm like, oh shit, I got to go see who that is. And I went and I watched your set and I came back and I was like, article sound system, they are so good. Like I was super into it. And so that, yeah, that was the first time I ever heard you guys. That's so cool. I That's awesome to hear. Thank you. I, that was a huge show for us. We were like... I mean, I, when we got the call that we were, were on that show and Callie Roots, it was like the same mm. day. And I went out in the parking garage of like my serving job and was just like shrieking and crying, like <laughs> tears of joy. And uh, they were like, ma'am, you have to come back in here. You tables. <laughs> but that was, that We're was really cool those tables. <laughs> yeah. I'm famous Try now, bitch. <laughs> yeah, like, Screw these paninis. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you were working at a panini place? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I yeah, just assorted sandwiches in general. Okay, not yeah. just paninis. Not just okay. paninis. I don't know why that makes a difference, but somehow the fact that it was a panini place seems significant to me. I feel like that's that's an elevated sandwich. <laughs> it really it is. is. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you, you're right. So we've been ha- we've been having a lot of fun here with Logan from Article Sound System. Kelly always asks all the really fun, cool questions, um, and then I bring up all the stuff that people want to hear. So, Logan, just talk a little bit about. Uh, let's just talk a little bit about Dua Lipa stealing an article song. 
Oh my goodness. I'm actually, I'm not allowed to talk about that. I'm so Wait, sorry. What? Cause it's like ongoing. I'm like, not allowed <gasps> to say anything it about it. It is still ongoing. Okay. Fair enough. I know you're not allowed I'm to sorry. It. Yeah. 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 What? Everybody, everybody that's listening, you just pull up, open up your Google machine, type it in and <gasps> you'll see exactly what I'm, what I'm talking about. Uh, oh my we'll, gosh. I need to know about this. Yeah. I'll ask you later. Okay. Wow. <laughs> talk about a <laughs> bombshell like I, I know I've got nothing now I don't even know what to say all I want to know is about this story but <sighs> all right, I, the goods. Can't talk. You do. I, I couldn't let it slide but I had a no, you know what <laughs> I, I can respect that Jared I can respect that oh yeah my no, I, I appreciate that so you guys uh you just got home what is uh what's the touring schedule look like for the the rest of 2022 for you guys so we ha- we leave in a week. We're doing our first like headlining tour on the East Coast. We start in North Carolina and kind of work our way up. And um, we're di- we're hitting Everwild and Terptown Throwdown and mm. like some cool festivals. Yes, and I'm excited and like a little bit nervous because we just haven't headlined like ever really. So You're I have ready. my fingers. I have I have low expectations, but my <laughs> fingers are crossed. <laughs> I'm, I'm really excited. We're playing the shows with uh, Dale and the Z-Dubs, um, a couple of them. And those guys have been really cool. It's been really nice mm. getting to know them. We just met them at uh, Reggae Rise Up this weekend, and he was super nice. sweet guy. And so we have that. We're doing that for about a month. And um, this is where I get in trouble. Then I like I forget, like, major things. And I'm just – and then That's I look okay. back, and I'm like, wow, I didn't – but then – oh, and then after that, we have a tour. We're, we're actually touring with a band outside of uh, Reggae. They're like a like, like a rock band, and they're called Highly Suspect. They've been up for like three Grammys. Nice. And I'm just really excited to see what uh, another scene thinks of us. You know, yes. like I feel like the like our scene, we're like so lucky. Everyone is so nice, like so welcoming, like so warm. Like there's such a great sense of community, and I feel like we have so much family just from like the short touring history that we have. Mm. Um, when we go to these festivals and we play these shows. Um, so I'm excited. It'll be like a step outside our comfort zone to, uh, to go. I mean, I was watching videos and there's just like mosh pits and like the guy like dyed his, <laughs> his eyes black. And I, uh, oh, shit. I'm like, How fun. this will be cool. So I'm really excited. Yeah. Well, yeah. you guys, you guys play awesome music. You've got an incredible oh, voice. I, uh, I think it's, think it's going to work out okay for you i can't trust anything out of your mouth jerry <laughs> <laughs> okay i never lie and <laughs> all right Logan, you're fucked. Just... don't do this tour back out it's not I'm too late <laughs> well what you have to know too is that in the music industry anytime you're asked to do something it's because you've earned the right to be there thank you that is, you know, so you guys are doing something right for sure. That brings me some peace. Thank you. No, I'm excited. Good. I'm just uh it gives me some good butterflies. It's it's good. good. Yeah. That's awesome. Now, what are some of the pitfalls of touring or the music industry that you've either experienced or observed or um, you know, have heard about? Um, I think some of the pitfalls, I think it's really difficult to maintain like this year with so much time on the road, I'm realizing how much uh, like I'm letting my social life when I'm at home, like kind of fall to the wayside, you know, Mm. you just miss out on so much. You miss weddings, you miss birthdays and funerals and baby showers. Oh my God. I'm getting into the music business. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to go to any of those anymore. 
<laughs> I know. And like, if you had, even if just asked me like a year ago, if I would have I mean, not to sound like callous, but I was like, Oh no, why would I care? Like if I get to go out and do the thing. Right. Um, right. But it, it is, I, it starts adding up and I like have been feeling farther away from some of my friends at home and my family. Yeah. So I'm just, it, and you know, all of that takes is a pivot of my attention. So I'm like, just trying to spend when I'm home, I'm like always so tired. I don't make the effort to go and meet up with friends or catch yeah. up with people or make those phone calls. But now I'm just like, okay, you know what? Like I really need to rally so that I can like keep that ball in the air um, better. Mm. So that's kind of one of them. Um, definitely like when I'm home, I feel like I eat really well. I'm on a great like sleep schedule. I don't really like drink so much when I'm home. Um, but when you're out on the road, I mean, like sleep is like, you know, priority zero. And, uh, and it's, it's more difficult to, to eat the way I want to. And, um, and, you know, and certainly you're in an environment where like everyone is drinking and, you know, you're staying Mm -hmm. up late and it just feels like you're, I'm, I'm trying to make the transition from shows feeling at first they were so exciting to get to play the shows that they did feel like a party. And, um, so I was, but now I'm trying to shift the mindset, like it is work. So I don't want to be just like drinking, even if it's, even if I just have like two drinks every night, it's just, mm-hmm. you know, it's just not great for my body. So. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to, I would imagine it's hard to find that balance. Yeah. So I'm trying to, that's something I'm, I'm working on. And, um, yeah, there's a, I, there's definitely like a loneliness on the road, even though you're with your friends and like your best friends in the whole world. Um, there's like a certain loneliness. It's been really difficult for me to date. Yeah, um, I'm sure, you know, so those I, I would say are, are the pitfalls. Oh my God. Your inbox just exploded. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, I was, I was going to suggest that we can, um, auction off her cell number on eBay to oh raise money for are we trying to open. to open one are we trying to open one in each state or <laughs> pretty much, <laughs> pretty much. I, would do I don't it. mean to sound like complaining i didn't mean to be like griping <laughs> no. about anything no yet. you, you know, don't at all but we're just you know, always thinking about ways to raise money that's all <laughs> hey that's good that's good yeah, there's definite potential there now um no i would i would never auction off yourself <laughs> I say, i've got we say. could open bradley's house if we did <laughs> I've got to say that the loneliness thing, uh, like you said, even though you're with, it's funny. I have never done anything near what you guys do, but, um, you know, I, uh, I work with Fayuka and I talk to Gabo all of the time oh, and yeah. I, you know, when I'm not there, I'm on the phone with him eight hours a day. Go, what about this? Can we do this? Let's set that up. Did you get that email? And then, uh, I was in Arizona and I was going to shows with him. And after the show, him and I would sit there and say <laughs> word to each other, like we are complete strangers. And I'm just thinking to myself, like if we were in opposite states, we'd be on the phone. Yeah, right you'd now. have we're something sitting, to say. <laughs> yeah, sitting yeah. right next to each other, and we haven't acknowledged each other in the last two hours. Yeah, you just like maxed <laughs> out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> something about just, the face to face. It's too yeah. much. Well, you know, I like to think it. My love language is quality time, so I, I don't uh, even need to like be talking. I like to just like be quiet in a room mm-hmm. with someone I love that's really nice but also you can also spend that's too true. much quality that's time with, uh, with people so. it's too much of a good thing it totally sounds like yeah it totally sounds like Logan would fit in with us at any time she's fine yeah. with just sitting in a room quietly that's yeah. like that's my thing you're in 
Okay, you could, nice. All right, you, you guys can hang out people. with us anytime. Um, awesome. Love languages, though. How do you did? Do, how do you know about love languages? That's I don't. This is good. What happened, Anna? Oh. <laughs> okay, okay. We're back. We're back. I am. I'm. I'm not sure. It literally just shut no off. Worries. No worries. I'll ask the question again. So <laughs> okay. Thank you. It. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it's all good. Thanks. I was Anna. listening and listening, and then it was just. I was just like, where the fuck did I go? I'm so sorry. Go. <laughs> all good. All good. So love languages. How do you know about those? Did you read the book? I feel like a cheater. I did not read the book. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but I'm just trying to be like a more uh, emotionally intelligent partner when I okay. do get the chance to like engage with someone romantically and, um, and just like learn more about myself. So that had come up with somebody I was dating. They had asked me what my love language was and I felt really silly for not knowing. But um, And then on one of our tours that we did with Bump and Uglies, I made all of my bandmates and all everyone in the Bump and Uglies crew take the test. Love so that. that. So that we could like support each other in the ways that, you know, but it turns yes. out that like, like 90% of the dudes are, uh, are physical touch. Yeah. And, and words and, of affirmation. Uh, yeah. And so yeah. Adam, our drummer is words of affirmation. So like, if he's having a hard day, we do all try and be like, even I'll watch the boys kind of struggle to be, it's like out of their comfort zone. Like, hey, man, I just want, want you to know I, I appreciate you. And, yeah, uh, double, are double bacon cheeseburgers a love language? No. <laughs> that's like, a, that's a, it's, it's a fringe love language. Me. Yeah. <laughs> so I, oh, wait, I lost my earbud. So I haven't, it's been a long time since I've, I've read the book, but I believe the love languages are quality time physical touch, words of affirmation, acts of service, and gifts, right? Yes. Does that sound yes. right? Okay. Do you know what yours is? I do. Um, quality time and acts of service. Okay. All right. Yeah. How about you? Yeah. Mine is definitely quality time. And then I think my second one is words of affirmation. Ah, okay. Yeah. So yeah. there's no bacon cheeseburger? We are still saying that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think if you're, you could be an active service guy because if somebody made you a bacon cheeseburger, or I feel like that would go a long way with you. Yeah, or DoorDash you one. Now, now you guys have piqued my interest, and I almost, almost want to read this book. But at this point, I've made it thirty-seven years. Yeah, thirty-nine years. You can just reading a book. Just take the online quiz. Yeah, it's It's basically yeah. What is out to like? Yeah, <laughs> not for this. It's like the ways that you show love and the ways that you feel love. Mm-hmm. So like for Logan and I, it's quality time. So we like spending time with somebody and that's how we show our love and that's how we feel loved. And it doesn't have to be like a romantic love thing. It's just, yeah. that's what kind of fills you up. That's what makes you feel, feel good. And yeah, I think so- you guys are wrong. <laughs> Bacon cheeseburger is mine. <laughs> for sure that's we'll what fills me up and makes me feel good yeah we can we can add that i'm sure we, we can write her a letter yeah. all right and, and have we, the author just like the more you know, the more you're describing yeah. it the more i'm positive it's bacon cheeseburger okay <laughs> i feel like we need to to write the author and have them do a revised edition exactly I add a sixth love language times are changing okay yeah. we need to <laughs> We need to. We got to change with them. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm happy we're all on the same page here. <sighs> all right. I keep forgetting I have these questions, and then we get off on a tangent. And I know the you three are of us so are just delightful. A, one huge mess. 
We are and just I almost all feel over like the place. we need to just have you be a new co-host. All right, honestly, honestly, yeah. Logan, Logan, yes. Kelly, yes. I want you guys to take a deep breath and get your shit together here, so we can put together a nice <laughs> podcast. Okay, I don't know what you two oh. have been doing. Yeah, your shit seems super together, Jared. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I'm happy I can rally the troops. Here. Oh, she's not going to let you get away with shit, Jared. I like that. Okay, so um, I'm going to send you a key, Logan. So anytime you're in town, you can just come over and hang out. Okay, perfect. Perfect. You are delightful. It was so great meeting you and the whole band up at Cali Roost. It was so cool of you guys to come to the booth and do a meet and greet. I know people were super excited to meet you guys. And it was cool to see the interaction with fans. Is that something that took some getting used to for you? Um, I think that, I mean, if you haven't gathered. I could just I could just talk somebody's ear clean off. <laughs> so I think that I think that um, I, I really love it. I think for some of the guys, it's been a little more difficult. They're, like some of our guys are a little shyer, but mm-hmm. I feel like I have been waiting my whole life to have people want to talk to me. So <laughs> nice. <laughs> I was like a huge nerd growing up and stuff. So all of this feels like it's all very validating. You know, there's like, a, you get a huge rush of like, Oh no, like you're okay. Like people like you. And yeah. It feels good. Yeah. That's beautiful. I think it's great that you've embraced all the positive aspects of, of this industry and of what you're doing. I feel like you really, you know, you're obviously you're cognizant of the, the pitfalls and the downfalls and the struggles, but you really seem to have embraced the, the positive aspects and kind of hold on to that. Have you always been a very, um, optimistic kind of person? Um, I would say, I, I, thank you for saying that. First of all, it's really nice of you. Um, I really try and stay positive. I have struggled a lot with my mental health. And so there are, I just try and tread water as best I can Mm. in, in that way, you know? So do you think that some of it is kind of putting on, um, putting on a persona. And I don't mean that in a bad way, like just sort of, I I know when I do these, like for me, small talk is a huge challenge. So that's why I get nervous before every podcast, because I think, what if the person's not chatty? So you are a delightful guest. (laughs) But you know, if someone isn't super chatty, I have a really hard time because I'm not, I I don't feel comfortable with small talk. It stresses me out, but sometimes it's, it's like a way to sort of um, not overcompensate, but kind of you know, gloss over awkwardness or anxiety. Do you feel any of that? Yeah, absolutely. I feel like, um, you know, even if you're, even if I'm having like a day where I'm feeling really down or I'm feeling really anxious or like sometimes I just get fried, you know, like mm-hmm. three weeks into a tour normally, like I have just a oh, nervous breakdown, you know, I'm sure. And, but I just try, I try to keep in perspective that if I'm, if I were getting to meet an artist that I was excited to meet for the first time, like I, I wouldn't want to catch them at their, mm. you know what I mean? So I yeah. just try, I just try, I try and just stay grateful and like be as present as I can when I'm there with the fans and then like, and cut myself off if I can't be that, if I can't like meet my expe- like yeah i'm sorry i'm so fried right now from no <laughs> no no i, I get yeah, exactly I can't that's beautiful be who i w- want to be for the fan in that moment i try yeah. and just like stay away but mm-hmm. because i just don't want anyone to i don't want to disappoint anyone like it's so amazing that anyone gives a shit and that anyone's listening to music and that anyone cares to meet us so mm-hmm. i really want to make sure that we can put our best foot forward and and be um 
loving towards them and like yeah. make them feel appreciated. And like, they're the whole, they're the entire gas that keeps yeah. the engine going. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's really crucial that like, we never get so jaded that we're like, Oh man, like, I don't want to like go do this stuff. Like, right. I mean, it then is part what, of the what are you job. doing it for? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I think it's great that you have such a, a realistic um, outlook on everything. Cause it is true. I mean, you, you know, if you shit on the fans, they're not going to stay fans for long and then you lose them. But I think a big part of why you guys have such a big following is not just the great music, but also because you connect on such an intimate level and make people feel like they really matter. And that's, that's huge. I, I think that that's, that's a really cool thing. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, the people say like a lot of, uh, there's obviously there's tons of negatives about social media, but mm. I would say like, social media has been such an amazing thing for us. Like, obviously it's a great tool for, for any band, but yeah. I, I really feel like we are so silly on the internet and we really try and like <laughs> share uh, our personalities as much as we can. And then like, right. I, get to, I get to meet a stranger who already knows like our inside jokes and it like <laughs> it, the ice is already broken yeah. and they already like, you know what I mean? Like the, our yeah. fans know I'm not like a glamorous lady. They like, you know, if I'm, if I smell bad and like my hair looks gross and like, you know, my nails are all chipped up, they like are already expecting that. So I have set a low bar for, for what people can expect from me. And then they know, like, you know, I feel like, I feel like they, I feel like the fans know us and I feel like I know them a little bit by the time we actually get to meet them. It's cool. You're clever. I like that. Oh. Set the bar low. <laughs> yeah, low. And then Super if I can low. pass it, that's great. Yeah. I'll be super impressed. I like that. Yeah. Now, Logan, you, obviously you started out in a, a band, Eternal Boner. Yes. And <laughs> he you, just uh, wanted to say it again. <laughs> as many times as I can, I'm going to get that in. Um, I appreciate it. I know the guys will too. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just, I mean, that's a, that's a good name. I mean, it's it really a solid, is a great name. I mean, like. That's a that's a hard name, you know what I mean? That comes out. <laughs> really, uh, that was too easy. <clears throat> try the deal. I'll be here all week. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> other than other than getting the phone call uh, about uh, Arizona Roots and running out in the parking lot, did you have an on stage moment where you were like, "Holy shit, we're kind of we kind of made it here." I mean, you guys went from probably playing small venues to being at these big festivals and playing with all these big bands in the scene. Was there like an aha moment for you where you were like, I'm a fucking rock star? Oh, that's very sweet okay. of you. I know, I know you would never say that, but you thought it and it's okay. And we just want to know what the moment is. Um, there's, it's been like kind of, it feels like the past like three months something is, I keep just looking at the boys and we keep looking at each other and we're like, something is happening. Like mm. it, it just feels like the past three months, maybe it's just, we just came off this tour with Dirty Heads. That was like our biggest tour we've ever been on. Nice. But it feels like there's like, there's some sort of momentum happening right now. And I hope this doesn't seem like I'm like tooting my own horn. No, I'm just not at all. No, I'm asking you to toot your own horn. It's not yeah. something that you would do. Toot I'm prodding it out of you <laughs> with my incredible journalistic <laughs> ability. So the fans cannot, they can't, they got to be mad at me, if anything. So let it ride. No, I, I feel there's definitely, there's like something like there's something in the air right now for us. And it's really awesome. Like just now when we were at Reggae Rise Up, I felt like I looked at our side stage and it's like all these like people in bands that I really respect and admire. Like, 
I got to talk to Miles from Slightly Stupid and like go on the bus with him. Like I, mm. I like swam through a canal to sneak my way into a show to see him. You know, like <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I, uh, I, there's just been all of these cool moments where, and then we played this show in Tampa not too long ago where. I mean, even with my in-ear monitors and I could like hear everyone singing along. I like almost cried on stage. Wow. And it just, and we'd played at that same venue once before and we were like rained out and there were only Mm. like four people there to see us in the first place. So it just, something cool is happening. I really feel like, and one of the coolest things is, is that it just feels like the family is growing. It feels like there are fewer fewer strangers everywhere we go, I guess is a good way to put it. Like that's a really good way to put it whether it's like backstage at the festivals, I feel like we know like a lot of the crew and, you know, we're friends with the sugar shack guys and, you know, we've Mm. made friends with all these bands. And then when we are out in the crowd, like the people know us and we know them. And I don't know, it's, it's been a really beautiful thing. We just played red rocks and my parents got Uh, to come. And I feel like uh, I got to see my parents like realize what it is that we're doing out here. You know, they've always been very supportive, but that's, you know, that's a a milestone for us. And, um, so I don't know the past couple months, we, I've never been more tired, but I've also just been like, okay, like, I think this is working. Oh, and can I tell you guys something exciting? Yes, please. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, sorry. Okay. So we, um, maybe I'm not supposed to share this. I'm going to do it anyway, but you know, we haven't paid ourselves since we stopped bar gigging and decided we were going to like pursue this on like a more national touring level. And I, that was like in 2018 <gasps> and Today we had a band meeting and there's like a little bit of, ah! I mean, it barely covers rent, but we, we were able to like pay ourselves. Oh, that's today. Huge. That is oh awesome. Congratulations. Congrats. Thank wow. you. It was like, a, it was a really big day and all of us were so tired on the Zoom call and like so sick of looking at each other that we were like, okay, <laughs> that's great. But like, yay, bye bye. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's a, it's a big deal. And you know, that's like our bonus for the year. It's like, again, oh, it's not a, yeah. a big amount of money. But, but it's just to get something. Yeah, to feel like, okay, nice. Like, maybe this is going to start, like, taking care of us uh, at some come, point. It's nice. You've, you've come a long way since Eternal Boner. Now, right. um, <laughs> you brought I'm up... going to keep working that into conversation. You, Hell yeah. You, you brought up Sugar Shack, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, Love them. T- talk to me a little bit about the amazing Fleetwood cover Oh, songs that you guys mm. I mean you just killed that song yeah. was was that something that were you a fleet because I'm a huge Fleetwood Mac fan so were you a fan growing up how did that song get into the mix oh yeah I mean I don't know like what what girl like what hippie lady doesn't like love Stevie <laughs> you know so I, uh, I I do I love Fleetwood Mac and then that was like kind of a vestige from like when we were bargaining a lot and you know we just had like a like three four hours of like cover songs mm-hmm. that we'd have to do but that one, we just, we always really loved playing that. And then we were all kind of like in the dumps uh, as everyone in uh, the whole world was during the pandemic. Yeah. And uh, we took like a camping trip and um, we filmed and recorded like a live version of that. And then when we went to do our second round at Sugar Shack, we were like, that it would be really fun to do that and to bring our friend Ron Eisner from The Resolvers, this band from... Uh, down here in Florida that we just love. They're like a 12 piece, like amazing reggae band. Wow. Um, so he came and played guitar and then Sierra Lane, who like, I mean, mm. how lucky are we that we have like another like talented, like female yes. girl coming up in the scene right here, like in our backyard. 
So we brought her with us. And I mean, her harmonies, it's like, oh my gosh, Mm. I like didn't even want to sing next to her. She's so good. (laughs) And uh, it was, that was, that was really cool. That was a really fun thing. Thank you for asking about that. Of course. Yeah. It's uh, I loved it. It was amazing. Thank you. Logan, do you come from a big family? Um, I have, uh, there are, there were five of us. Um, so I have a little brother, I have an older half sister, and then I had two older half brothers, um, who are much older and they have both passed away. They both, um, were really struggling with drugs and like for like my whole life. And, um, they both passed. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's okay. That's, um, you know, some people are just struggling with that. And I know you understand how that is. Absolutely. So, um, but yeah, so it's just my little brother and my older sister now, and uh, wow. we're we're very close. That's awesome. What kind yeah. of music did you listen to growing up? Um, country, a bit, uh, lots of country. My parents played Willie Nelson in the delivery room when I was born. Ah, Willie, Willie. <laughs> so uh, love him. Lots of classic country and like outlaw country. Like I said, I loved Patsy growing up. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then like a lot of jazz, um, mm. um, my dad also was really into like, like lots of world music and like Tito Puente and, you nice. know, one of his social yeah. club. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a, a lot of reggae, like my dad would definitely, we, we would go out on the boat on the weekends and, uh, cruise around and, uh, you know, Bob Marley was a real staple. Um, nice. So, and then my mom is like real into classic rock. My dad's also very into classic rock. My Led Zeppelin is one of my all-time favorite bands. Um, Sounds like they gave you a very good musical education. They did. And then, yeah, they gave me a great musical education. And then when I was like 20, I guess I was like 20 and I lived in Brooklyn and I bought like a record store. I just bought the inventory and I had it all in my apartment and I was like selling it all online. Wow through the process of like cataloging all of it and like selling it, I feel like I learned like it, that really like took my like music knowledge and like my taste in like a whole new direction. It was a really cool. Uh, oh, that was just sure. a really cool thing to do. Yeah. Who writes the music for article sound system? Um, so I, I write most of the lyrics and Chris, our guitarist, um, helps me when I am hitting stumps and like he, uh, the whole first EP we wrote together. Um, nice. and then he helps me co-write all, all of it and the boys like come in and, and color everything in with their parts. So it's a very collaborative effort. Awesome. So yeah. when you are at a show and everyone's singing your lyrics that you wrote, that's gotta be really intense. Yeah, it's, it's been really crazy. It's, it's a really cool thing. You know, we have this song called You're an Asshole. And um, <laughs> that song is like, you know, it was about me leaving that relationship that I was yeah. referencing earlier. And uh, there were just like the first couple times we played it, I like every time I would get like so disoriented and like almost cry. Yeah. It was like taking me back to this, like kind of like, I don't want to be dramatic, but it was kind of like a, a traumatic time for me. Sure. Um, yeah. And then now it's been, I mean, music is just so cool and so healing because now it's really just helped me connect with like all these women and even men who have had terrible breakups mm. and, uh, and it's helped me like laugh about it. And I notice other people are able, it's just like, it has helped me move through all of these things that were um, difficult for me. 
And so to see other people singing along and to see like other people, um, you know, projecting their life stories on Mm. those lyrics is, it's a really cool thing. It's, it's awesome to be a part of. I like the way you said that projecting their life story onto the lyrics, because that is what we do when we hear a song that we connect with, we really project our life story onto that. And that's how we relate to it. And I think that's what makes really great music when you're able to do that. That's not, not just great music, but lasting music, right? Ones that really, that you really connect with are the lyrics that you feel like, Oh, they wrote this about my life or they experienced the same thing I did. Yeah. So and I, you I'm don't have to answer this. You don't have to answer this if you don't want Logan, but I, I, you know, you're an asshole is obviously a big song for you guys. And I think most of the fans know, uh, did you, uh, did you get any blowback from the asshole after that song became so big? <laughs> oh, no, I, uh, no, I, I haven't okay, seen enough. him since it came out. I, I warned him. I said, oh, Hey, you did? yeah, well, we were putting this, we were still on speaking terms at the time. We like, you know, we would share the dog that I ended up like, you know, I ended up saying like, Hey, I can't see you anymore. Like Uzi's mm. going to stay with me. Um, but we, I would still see him. And the album, I mean, so many songs on our album are about that relationship and leaving the relationship and having regrets. And you are so just... Stevie Nicks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's my girl. So that's clearly, but I did tell him I was like, "Hey, you know, I, I wrote this album. There's some songs coming out. You know, if you get a chance to listen to them, you might not love all of them. A lot of them are about you." And he's like. He's so vain. He was like, oh, man, I'm so glad I could help you write this song. So oh, my God. I was like, God. oh, man. well, we'll see. You know, we'll see how glad you are when you hear the songs. But I don't know. So we'll, I'm sure I'll run into him one day and, you know, I'm sure he'll have something to say about it. And when he does, Jarrett, I'm going to let you know. I think you need to get him a T-shirt that says, I'm the asshole that she's singing about. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was oh. fabulous. Oh my when goodness. The, when the song gets super big and everybody knows it and it's oh. like on all the radio stations and he keeps hearing it, then he'll be super stoked to wear the shirt. Oh my Until goodness. then, maybe not so much. <laughs> you know, honestly, if it wasn't for our wonderful producer and my fiance, Anna, who I love, uh, if I was a single guy, I would probably be spreading the rumor. I'd be like, hey, you know that song, I'm an Asshole? <laughs> About me? The asshole. That's me. <laughs> Uh, it's oh amazing how gosh. many married women come to the like merch table and will uh, be like i sing that to him like with their husband they'll be like i sing this song to him all the time like, whoa <laughs> i wrote that about a guy i was like not with like you shouldn't be singing that, that to your is husband. not okay yeah but i think anyone who's been in like a long enough relationship isn't marriage wonderful felt that way yeah <laughs> Isn't marriage oh. wonderful? So, well, at so least you lucky. know you're you're writing stuff that that people can relate to, and that means you're on the right track for sure. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> Maybe it helps them realize they're married to an asshole. Next time I they'll just... come to the show and divorce. <laughs> like, oh my goodness! Like, you guys should really look at what that means for you too. You yeah. know what? We need that's enough. We need a man. And listen to everybody that's listening. Where's Gabo at? We're gonna, we're gonna have, we're gonna, we're doing an answer back called. You know what? You're not that great either. It's you it doesn't matter. Those no, those uh, response songs are never as big as the original. No. Yeah, come on. 
Oh gosh. Well, thank you so much, Logan. I thank you. I think this was absolutely delightful and absolutely lived up to all the hype. I really appreciate you taking the time. I did think you were darling when I first met you at Cali Roots, but um, I love you even more now. So oh, if you are hey. ever in Southern California, please hit me up and let's go grab a cup of coffee or something. It's I, I'm stoked for what you guys are doing. And I'm really proud of you for doing it with such a great head on your shoulders and, um, you know, with integrity and, and being very realistic about it, you know, and, and not trying to sugarcoat it or, or be artificial, but I think you're very genuine and that's what people respond to both with your music and you personally. So um, I'm very proud of you. Kelly, that's so nice. All of that was really nice. Thank you so much. Well, it's all very true. I truly, I truly believe, and I I told Kelly at Kelly Roots, I said, we got to get Logan's information and we got to get her on the podcast before she's too big to be on the podcast (laughs) because that is where they are on their way to. And if we wait much longer, we're going to have to call the assistant's assistant secretary who will transfer (laughs) us to the PR rep who will, so... I was happy to be able to lock this in before you before you oh become too goodness. big for us. Well, thanks for <laughs> for really gassing me up, guys. Yeah. You really made my night. This has been awesome. Thank you very much for having me. This has you, been amazing. You're a doll, and it's been a real treat for us, and I know it will be for the listeners too. Thank you so much. Is there anything you want to promote before you go? Any upcoming shows? I don't want to put you on the spot because I know you're tired and you probably can't think of no, hundred things so- you have coming up, but. We have a, a show coming out actually on Surf Roots TV and it premieres oh. August 9th and it is so silly and ridiculous. It's like a mockumentary about life on the road and <laughs> I'm great. really proud of it and also like a little, uh, I'm a little nervous for people to see. It's kind of horrifying <laughs> some of the stuff on there, but um, I think it'll be entertaining no, at the least. Yeah, I, I think know, right? you'll love it. Yeah. Um, so, Surf Roots does um, such a great job. I always tune into their stuff. Okay, well, I hope that you guys dig this. It's called The Road, and it's out August 9th. And then Wonderful. otherwise, everyone should just head to our website and see where we're playing because we're going to yes. – we just we just live in that van, and <laughs> we are trying to be everywhere. Yeah, Live in that van life. And your website yeah. is articlesoundsystem.com. That's A-R-T-I-K-A-L soundsystem.com. Yes, thank you very Definitely much. Definitely not how you spell article, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, Whatever. well thank you so much i can't wait until i get a chance to see you guys again i am a big fan and i know that you guys are bound for great things so thanks for taking the time with us thank you so much eternal boner (laughs) all right got it in one more time thank you so much logan this was awesome damn logan was a lot of fun to have on the podcast i knew she would be i didn't think it was going to be that much fun and i just once again want to reiterate eternal boner (laughs) she was delightful i'm not gonna lie that was really really fun i wasn't sure what to expect i never really know what to expect but i figured it would be a nice interview it was really fun really really fun so i just like to throw out there that anytime logan wants to come back on the show She's super welcome. She was great. I hate the rules. I hate the rules of society because everybody knows you never ask a woman her age. But going into this, <laughs> I was just so positive that she was like 22 and a yeah. half years old. And then yeah. she was like 10 year relationship, five years in the band. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on right now? Something does Math not. Math does not work. 
does not add up. So yeah. whatever she's whatever she's doing, she's doing it right. Yeah. And uh, make sure you guys check out Article Sound System. Uh, Just yes. an awesome band doing some awesome things. Um, and uh, I know they've got some upcoming dates. So check them out. If they're in your area, go see them. You will not be sorry. Absolutely. And, you know, we were talking about this earlier. I saw them at Arizona Roots. And I, as soon as I heard them, I'm like, ooh, what is that? I've got to go check them out. You know, it's so... It's so seldom that you hear something really new and fresh. And, um, and I remember that feeling a couple years ago of hearing that, but I just never really did like a deep dive into their music. Um, and, and I have since then, and I really, really enjoy their stuff. And I, I think they're great, not just live, but I think they really have, um, you know, they have a lot of stuff that's going to be coming out. They have a really great sound. And I do believe that they're going to go far. I think you were right in saying, let's get her on now before they get too big. Cause I do see big things for them and um, you know, great, great band, super talented musicians. And she's just so sweet. It's so great in this industry when you meet somebody that, that turns out to be as lovely as, as you would want them to be. And, and Logan definitely is that. So that was, that was really fun for me to get to know her. Yeah, they're out there putting the work in. So it was uh, it was really cool to have have them on the podcast. So again, like I said, if they're in your area, make sure you check them out. If you are in the Southern California area on hmm. August 20th, the Knoll Family Foundation has another throwdown going on. It's happening at Sea Legs in Huntington Beach. Um, of course, we're going to have uh, Jake will be out there. Uh, he's going to be singing some songs. We're going to have burritos. Uh, Fayuka is going to be out there. The, you never know who's going to be at an old family foundation event. <laughs> I've spoken to so many different people that are like, hey, I might be able to come through. You think I can get a song in? You're damn right you can. Um, <laughs> come on so- down. Yeah, so there's no there's no telling what you get, and it's just going to be an awesome time. It's right on the beach. Um, all of the uh, Sea Legs is making a donation to the Knoll Family Foundation to to have us out there that day. But for you, if you want to come out and hang out and enjoy the music and enjoy the beach, Kelly, what's the cost again for people to get in? It's free, 100% free. And of course, we have our good friend, Mike Dangerously, who's going to be coming and performing too. He's played at a couple of our benefit shows before years ago. We are super stoked to have him again. It's going to be a great lineup. We've got um, a DJ that's going to be there the first hour. We've got Jacob, Mike, Fayuka, Burritos. It really is going to be a lot of fun. And I, as you mentioned, we do have some special guests. I'm super tempted to start throwing out some names, yeah. but I'm not going to because, okay. yeah, I feel like we need to just keep that under wraps, but it's going to be a lot of fun. And I hope people come out and join us. We're going to be there all day from two to 10. So come on out. We'll have our merch booth there. Um, come say hi to Brindy, who's our amazing director of events. Um, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun and I'm looking forward to it. It should be just absolutely beautiful on the beach that day. Super excited. I love Mike Dangerously. What, what an awesome guy and a great musician. Although every time I'm with him and we're standing there talking, I find my hand just starts to rise and then he just <laughs> says, do not touch my mustache. And I just have to put it back down. But he I, has I just, an epic mustache. Yeah, I just, really wanna, I just want to grab the, the little curl, but you know, limitations, <laughs> I guess, you, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, you have to do it. We also have some fun stuff that we're going to be doing a silent auction with as well. Our good friend DJ Product, who has has DJed at a bunch of our events. We absolutely love him. Anytime we're able to get him at an event, we feel super fortunate because he is great at what he does. He's also an incredibly talented artist. And we have auctioned off one of his paintings before. He, As soon as we auctioned off the last one, he went ahead and created another one. It's hanging up at my dad's house right now. We're going to have that on August 20th. We'll be doing a silent auction for that. Um, we have a Sublime Skateboard we'll be doing a silent auction for. We have Logan's a phone at- number. <laughs> no, not, no, not Logan's phone number. Oh. Um, we have a good friend, Anna, who has done, who's a photographer. She's done a, a mental health series and she's going to be auctioning off her, her addiction photo. And that's going to be really intense and incredible. And then of course we have another painting by our good friend, David Marple, that we're going to be auctioning off to benefit Kaya from Sensi Trails. So uh, lots of good things happening. If you are anywhere in the Southern California area on Saturday, August 20th from two to 10, come on down to Sea Legs in Huntington Beach. It's going to be a great time and the show is free. Super, super excited about it. So much big stuff going on. Um, I'm yes. very pumped up. Um, then Sea Legs, I got a busy schedule here. Sea Legs on the 20th. Uh, Fayuka is playing with Spray Allen on the 22nd at the Melt Lounge in Arizona. Eric Wilson's actually going to be out there meet and greets. Um, so I think I might try to make it out to Arizona for that. I don't know. It's yeah, to... it's a great idea. Say yeah, hi to Eric know. for us. It was nice to spray out to play at one of our benefit shows in February. It was so good to see Eric again. So yeah, he's got some some good stuff happening with Spray Allen. I'm I'm excited that they're that they're still pushing forward with that, and you should definitely head out to Arizona for that. That new Spray Allen uh, album that they just released is really awesome. So I know we've had Eric on. We're we're working on getting uh, Lanner and Eric Sherman to come on as well and talk about it because I really it, it's a it's a pretty cool album. So it's really neat to see Eric. I mean, he played the that show for us at Alex's, and you could just see him having fun playing music. Yeah, it was, he was. Eric was singing. <laughs> he was. That was crazy. I remember you telling me Eric is in there singing. I went running in like what? What Eric yeah. sings? I've known him for what I don't know, maybe almost forty years. I didn't know he could sing. That's yeah, great. He was, he was in there it. singing, so yeah, yeah. So super, super excited. Lots of good stuff going on, uh, guys. Make sure you are following the Noel Family Foundation. Uh, we're on all forms of social media. Anna's always nice enough to put a link tree right in the description of this show, so you can just scroll down, click on that. It'll get you to all things Noel Family Foundation. You guys can find out how you can pick up a shirt, a hat. All of the merch goes directly towards getting Bradley's house open. Uh, we've always got socks. We've got uh, some, uh, some of the house that Bradley built, um, compilation albums. And, of course... We have the coffee. I was Don't forget say, the coffee. I was just about to ask you. I didn't want to say <laughs> the coffee because I didn't know if we still had any left or not. So We do have a few more. I do need to reach out to Kevin and get some more fresh uh, roasted coffee for the 20th. But... Um, I know when this comes out, I believe today is the day that uh, we will be debuting the promo video for the Bradley's House Coffee that our good friend 
Kevin Shin at North County Roastery made. But uh, I'm super excited. I just sent that to you earlier today. I don't know if you had a chance to take a look at it, but it's really cool. It's so they awesome. Did such a good job. Oh, good, you saw it. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be debuting that today, the same day that this uh, podcast comes out, I believe. Uh, although that's completely up to Jen Armstrong, our amazingly, fabulously wonderful social media director. One of these days, we need to come up with something really fabulous to do for her because she's one of those people that reached out to me and said, hey, I don't know if you need help with this, but this is what I do and I'd love to do it for you. <clears throat> she was doing social media for a bunch of different bands. And so she started doing our social media, gosh, I don't know, maybe two years ago. I don't even know now, but it was life-changing for me, Jared. It was completely life-changing because I'm not a real big social media sharer. So when no. I was... <laughs> So when I had to deal with our social media, there was very little content. And as soon as she took over, we started having all this fabulous content, all these engagements. Everybody's so excited to be able to be able to uh, stay up to date on everything that's going on with the foundation. And it is all about Jen Armstrong. She is brilliant. So anyway, um, I've been she does an amazing job. Yes, we need to come up with something special we can do for her, by the way. And she is also... The manager, agent, <gasps> band, yes. everything for the awesome <laughs> band Audic Empire. Who we who, love. Uh, we've had some Good members friends. on this podcast. And they've got some shows coming up around the Texas area. Yes. They've got, they've got an awesome new single out with uh, Devin the Dude and Afro Man called Gas. So, yep. uh, guys, it's important that we all support each other. So, yes. um, you know, when we talk about our sponsors or we talk about friends of the podcast and bands and different acts that are associated with them, uh, it's important that you guys uh, support the people that support us and we can all do it together. So uh, definitely, uh, definitely check them out as well. So Kelly, everybody knows the deal each week when you leave Bradley's house, uh, we throw you out, but you get to leave to a song. Um, I believe this song was actually written about me um, <laughs> during a, no, uh, what is, what is everybody going to be hearing on their way out? This, this afternoon they're going to hear a very enjoyable song by article sound system called you're an asshole well written well guys thank you so much for joining us until next time i'm jared or she is kelly noel you don't have to go home but it's time to leave bradley's house you're an asshole i mean it in the nicest way possible I know you think it's cute, but you're impossible You sent my heart and soul to the hospital Where I said, Doc Do you think I'll ever get it back? The twinkle in my eye, I lost my heart, feels black I need it stitched up stack Well, you can fuck right off, you can get right out You can kiss my ass with your lying mouth don't you even try to act like you don't know exactly what I'm talking about I'm keeping the dog, you can take the truck Take whatever you want, I don't give a fuck Pack your bags and don't look back, I'm drawing the line I hope wherever you end up it rains all the time Cause you're an asshole, I mean it in the nicest way possible I know you think it's cute but you're impossible and soul to the hospital Did I get my best years? 
To a man who left me in tears Is this real or just fear? Man, I gotta get out of here Go out and find someone new to play with Someone young and dumb for you to stay with I'm hip to your games, I'm too old for this shit I'm tired, I'm out, it's over, I quit Or did the door hit you on the way out? Maybe now you'll finally get what I've been talking about It's too late for sorry, no, you'll never change uh, Leopard spots just don't rearrange You're an asshole I mean it in the nicest way possible I know you think it's cute, but you're impossible You sent my heart and soul to the hospital You're impossible You sent my heart and soul to the hospital